my goodness, Groove Theory saying, tell me, as time for Closet Conversations. Uh, the time is 16 minutes after 11. And uh, yes, it is going to be very steamy. We are talking, how do sex toys impact on your relationship? Hmm. A-teamers, I want to hear from you and uh, reminding you to call in. You can be anonymous on 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp on 0614-104-107. I'd like to welcome our guest, Beverly Key, who's a nurse, a uh, nursing sister by profession. And uh, she's also someone who's been doing undercover parties for the past 16 years. Saucy, saucy. Bev, good evening. Hi, good evening, Patricia. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Now, uh, explain to me undercover parties. What are these? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just go back a step and how how I got involved in it. Um, A friend of mine used to work for a company called JT Publishing, which was part of the Hustler group. And she used to get phone calls at receptions, ladies asking where they could go and buy intimate toys privately without having to go into a sex shop because of the whole stigma attached to sex shops in this country and the fact that most of them have men serving and women want to talk to women, you know, about intimate needs and things like that. Mm-hmm. So she got hold of me and said, come, let's, let's, there weren't many ladies doing it. Let's, let's just do it. We started off for fun and then it sort of grew. And um, basically what the undercover party is, is the ladies would phone and book us to come and do a function at their private home or at a venue. And we'd arrive there with all the toys, do a full presentation, um, product knowledge, um, intimacy workshop, and of course, showing them all the different types of vibrating toys and stimulating toys one can use in a relationship. Undercover parties is yeah, something so. that is a bit <laughs> higher than the tea party that we are used to. Yes, so, that's right. So, Bev, you are, you are the perfect person to be speaking to on this uh, topic of relationships and yes. sex toys. And yes. and I, I, I think the first thing, uh, before we even go further, I got a message on SMS from M. Fanzale who says, by using sex toys, are you cheating? No, not at all. Not at all. You're consenting adults. And it's, I always say within the couples, if, they, if it's a single woman on her own and she wants to pleasure herself, that's her own choice and her prerogative. If it's a couple, I always encourage the, the couples to discuss it or the woman, if she comes to me or phones me, to discuss it with the partner. I always encourage the woman to also let the partners know they were at the party um, that had sex toys. Often bridal showers I do and then the ladies arrive and then we encourage them to talk to their partners about it and be open in the relationship. Because I think uh, you're consenting adults and what happens between the two of you in your bedroom is between the two of you, you know. But, okay, when you are consenting and open when it comes to communication with your sex lives, it's it's one story. But on the other hand, um, you find that, especially with the ladies, they'll buy sex toys, hide them, use them in the down low, and then one day hubby or partner finds out, and then that can come out as cheating, can't it? No, not at all, because it's not a human object. You're not cheating with another human. You are being a bit secretive about why you're using them on your own, but you're certainly not cheating on your partner. Perhaps you're not being totally open with your partner that 
you needing extra stimulation and pleasure, but it's certainly not cheating. It's not a human living thing that you're using. So it, it, it wouldn't be described as cheating then? No, not at all. Okay, okay. Um, I, did, I did mention that no one under the age of 18 should be tuned in right now, but if you're above 18 and you are tuned in and uh, sending messages that are really offensive to the A-team and myself, please refrain from doing it because it is time for us to talk adult talk. And if you're uncomfortable, just don't, don't, don't be nasty to us. So, Beth, when we talk sex, a lot of people become very uncomfortable. Um, they, they may be practicing sex, but they just don't want to talk sex. Why is that? Why are we so hypocritical when it comes to such things? Yeah, it's, it's very sad, actually, um, because, you know, in, in all our, in our relationships, we'll discuss everything from when we have a child, what we'll name our child, where we're going on holiday, where we're going to eat out. We talk about everything except sex. We'd rather lie to each other and say, yes, we're happy in it, or no, there's nothing wrong. And it is a sad thing. It's almost like I think people just don't want to offend each other. They're scared of hurting someone's feelings, so they'd rather fake it and then be open and honest um, in in certain areas. There are some couples who do talk very openly and honest, because I also do the couples parties as well, not just with the woman only, and they'll be open and that. But a lot of couple ladies say, oh, no, you know, I don't want to tell my husband that he's not finding the spot or he's not turning me on or I need more stimulation, you know. And it is very sad, but I think it's all just about hurting somebody else's feelings, the fear of it, and the fear of rejection, if you should open up and speak out. Yeah, let me go to the lines. Uh, KGM, good evening. How are you? Good evening. Compliments. Have we spoken this year? No, we haven't. No, we haven't, actually. Compliments to you, too. Compliments and, and all of the best in the, the new year. And good evening to, to your guests and to, to the listeners. Look, let me blatantly disagree with you, with your guest, respectfully so. Uh, in any case, I will take what she's saying as her personal view professional or not when it comes to matters of the heart matters of intimacy and so forth we personally i think we as much as we we would like to generalize terms and issues this is one particular that we can call private and confidential now she says uh, sex toys uh, partner having sex toys uh, hiding them to the other partner that that wouldn't constitute cheating to me it is Remember that your, 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 you, you are not having your own intimacy. It's our intimacy. Um, if, if you want to have your own intimacy, don't involve me. But the minute I involve you in my so-called space, it, it, it stops from being my space and it becomes our space. Secondly, sex toys affect uh, 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 private, or how, how do you call them, sexual organs. Um, there's there's research that that has done many researches that shows that in, in besides the research, I mean, if you talk to people who uh, are used to well in my in my own lane, the people I've I've spoken to who use sex toys, they will tell you um, there's a huge difference between obviously uh, nature and, and 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 artificial things. But one would have would say I'm, I've I've been using sex toys for this long. And now, when, now that I'm trying to get back to, to, to the real thing, I don't really feel it. I don't feel anything. And, and they're not talking from an arrogant position. They're talking from concern that, you know what, I want to feel this person. I want to be intimate with this person. But because I've been using sex toys for this long. Now, 
here I come. You've been using sex toys. I haven't. You've been using them behind me. You you get distance and distant to me because of the sex toys. But then comes the time when you you get back. You you could have whatever reasons that you 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 have for you to be using sex toys. But but let let it be open, honest, and candid, so that I don't I don't get taken aback. Uh, by a surprise that I find it, maybe I'm looking for your shoes or whatever, you're hiding them wherever. It, it, it can, I know of marriages, let alone relationships, that have ended because of that. So it's not that simple. It's not It's not just somebody coming on the radio and saying, no, it's not. It, speak for yourself. I'll speak for myself. Hmm. Thank you very much, KGM. Um, so um, I want to ask you a question. W- with these sex toys, if if a couple then uses the sex toys together for, I, I, I mean, there's various ones, and I'm sure Bev will take us through them. But if a couple uses them together, do you think that would also perhaps affect their sex lives negatively? Um, I can't vouch for everybody. The, the, the little experience I have is it does, uh, it goes both ways sometimes. It does affect uh, sometimes negatively, sometimes positively. But my 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 own view is this, and this is not a professional view. Nothing uh, is better than nature. I don't care who says what. We can use uh, sex toys, me and you, all we want. There's going to come a time when we want to be natural, we want to go back to the nature. And the question is, how how does how do we even get to a point of saying, you don't satisfy me, you've been affected, or I don't satisfy you, I've been affected by the use of sex toys. You must remember, uh, the, the, the other thing, Patricia, is this. What, what affects you positively might affect me negatively. So do we do it just because some some commercial abbreviation uh, is, is being pushed to us to encourage this, or do we become realistic and look at the, 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 the real... Uh, the relations of us as people and individual affecting and affecting each other. We've got to be realistic and honest about these things. And for me, nothing will ever be better than nature. Hmm. Thank you very much, KGM. Thanks, thanks a lot, Beth. Bev, nothing will be better than nature. Are sex toys there to replace the natural act of sex? No, not at all. Not at all. And I do respect um, the gentleman's um, opinion on that. And I think it's very important that people are open about their opinions and that you you have to be both on the same page if you're going to introduce it as a couple together. But, you know, we live in a very trying times and that and stress has a major impact on people's libido and that certain medications, certain illnesses. So sometimes people just need a little bit of help and something to spice it up. And, you know, we all get to a stage in our, our relationships where we reach a sexual rut. And I always say, uh, I equate sex to food. I say if you fed your man the same meal for every night, year after year, month after month, he'd soon get bored and go to another restaurant to see what's on the menu. And that's why we <laughs> say the introduction <laughs> of sex toys is just there to enhance and spice up. So you know, and just, it's yeah. just condiments. It's not the main meal. <laughs> exactly. Yes, it's condiments. It's spicing up. It's keeping it exciting. It's keeping it spicy. But again, in the couples who feel comfortable with it, it's not for everybody. Definitely, you know. 
but certainly there, there is a wide market for it out there and people do enjoy it together and some people enjoy it by themselves yeah here's a message from george george says hi patricia i like the topic but uh, me and my long uh, life partner are not keen on the sex toys in fact our sex is good we uh, we enjoy each other but if we can try it sometime i think it will be an experience to talk about so people are enjoying each other, according to George, him and his partner. But if they could try it, it would be an experience to talk about. So for those who say, I've never used sex toys, I don't know where to venture to to, to like to know what sex toys are in the market. Maybe can we go through some of the sex toys and what they're used for? And uh, is it pleasuring the man, the woman or both? Yeah, the, you get toys that are um, just for women, where you might do um, on the um, external G-spot, where they'd like to just stimulate there. You get the internal stimulation as well, and then you get the combination vibrator, which has the external internal stimulation. Then you get the couple's toys. You get the vibrating rings that the men would put around their um I don't know if I can say the word on radio, <laughs> their body part, <laughs> okay, and without offending people, um, yeah, which would obviously help maintain um, performance and that and stimulate as well. Um, so there's lots of toys that couples can use together. I often recommend when a couple come to me and say, look, they want to try it for the first time, but they're not sure what to go with. I just say start with something small, not, not too intimidating, nothing that perhaps looks like it's replacing the man's part. You get the different vibrating eggs, which are small and intimate. Um, you, as I say, you get the rings. There's various different toys you can get from, you know, really small, um, not sort of feeling that you're violating the partner in any way or taking over their their manhood and then you can get something which becomes much bigger and much more pleasurable to certain people just depends everybody has different specific needs and wants yeah it seems from 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 the list of sort of uh, sex toys that you've mentioned they are all geared at the female's pleasure are there any that are geared for the male's pleasure they are, as I said, the rings. The rings do help as well. And then, of course, there, there's quite a few toys that obviously for the, the gay community that would stimulate them as well. Um, very much so there on that range as well. But quite often when I've done the parties with the men present, they said they just get turned on by using the toy on the woman in foreplay and stimulating and turning her on. You know, because women take a lot longer to get turned on than men, you know. They, they, they need, I always say they're like a car in winter, you've got to pull the choke and pump the gas a bit to get us warmed <laughs> up sometimes. So, <laughs> so. so the men the men are being shortchanged in this industry. Is there no uh, vaginal vibrating yes, yes. contraption? No, there is. Sorry, okay. yes, yeah. No, definitely there are. There are the different vaginas. Um, you get the manual ones, you get the vibrating ones, you even get ones that make noise and then of course you get the birth uh, wait, wait, wait 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 <laughs> noise what noise yes they groan they groan what groan <laughs> yeah. like a woman yes groan like oh, a woman yeah. what has this course, world come to <laughs> i'm telling you sound effects and all and then of course you get the blow-up dolls which have come a long way from just like the blow-up little um like a tube that you would use in the pool look type thing to now proper real ones with real feel, a vagina, hair, everything like that, orifices, front and back. So they're getting very sophisticated with the blow-up dolls as well. 
And I heard that there's there's a, a manufacturer in South Africa that makes a, a lifelike doll, male or female, for sexual pleasure. It was one of at one of those uh, sex pose that sex used post. to be, yeah. And yeah, so I didn't attend it, but uh, it was all over, and uh, we obviously read about it and saw the pictures. And I thought, my oh my, yeah, yeah. It, it looks really lifelike, and apparently it feels lifelike as well. Yes. They, do, they are very lifelike feeling, the, the um, vaginas and that, yeah, very much so. And then, of course, you get the other choice for the men who might battle with um, um, erection problems, erectile dysfunction, the pumps and the, the rings that help to help maintain and sustain erection as well. So there are the toys for the men as well to help them, yeah. And then you were speaking about uh, the LGBTQI uh, um, community and yes. the toys for them. Is it only for the, the gay men or um, can also the lesbian uh, females uh, get yes, toys? Yes, the, you, yes, there are sex toys for the lesbian ladies. You get a lot of different strap-ons, vibrating and non-vibrating as well, yeah. What's a strap-on for some some of us who are not in the game? Okay. <laughs> so basically, it, it's like a dildo. It looks just like a, a penis, and then the woman would strap it around her as on a, on her, and she would then penetrate the partner with it. Okay, let me go to yeah. voice notes. A teamers, please do remember that uh, you can interact with us. It's closet conversations purely for those who are over the age of eighteen, because we're talking sensitive stuff. It's about sex, and we are unapologetic about it because. It, it, it happens, and we are not we are not advocating for anything. We are not saying go for these toys, but what we are saying, let's talk about some of the things that happen. I want to know from you as an A-teamer, have you ever used sex toys individually or as a couple, and and do do you advocate for it or not? Call in on 011-714-2006, alternatively WhatsApp on 0614-104-107. For SMSs, send them to 41391. They are charged at 150. Um, hey guys, it's Yanda from Jersey in Windmill Park. Guys, I have a question. Is it true that most people who actually use sex toys are mostly not satisfied with their partners in bed? Thank you. Uh, good evening, Patricia. I will stay anonymous. I just want to know, is there a difference between a sex toy and a sex doll? So if me as a man, I use a sex doll, so will it also be classified as a, that I cheat on my girlfriend or the other way around if she uses sex toys? Thank you. Okay, Bev, let's start with the yeah. first question. Um, do people who use sex toys um, usually use them because they're not satisfied with their partners in bed? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, you might get a small, small portion of people perhaps who are not satisfied. Um, but generally, the, the feedback I get from the ladies is they use it just for fun and stimulation. They don't use it all the time. They've got their little uh, box of toys, as they call it, locked up. And they, you bring it out every now and then just to have some fun and enjoy and heighten the sexual experience with their partner. So, no, not at all. From the feedback I've had from the ladies, yeah, that I've done the parties with, yeah. And then uh, the second question was uh, regarding sex toys versus a sex doll. Is it the same thing? 
Yeah, it's a sex toy. It's a sex toy as well. It's just a bigger version of it, you know. And um, the women have the vibrators without the whole body of the man attached, but with the female, the men sometimes like the full, full-on um, effect and that. So if it's not cheating for the woman, it's certainly not cheating for the man. Let me go to the lines. Mabandra is holding patiently. Good evening, <laughs> Atima Mabandra. How are you? There, Mabanja, we'll try you again. Please uh, hold the line for us so we can be able to hear what you've got to say. Um, let me go here. Moremi, who's in Limpopo, says, Sister Pat and your guest, my stance is nature can't be artificiated. Or can any being vibrate like a toy? I beg to differ from that topic. So the vibrator and the human uh, penis, do they work the same? <laughs> Clearly not. Clearly not, no. Yeah. So so, so obviously then there will be a different sensation that a person won't get if they go the natural route. Yeah, look, you're going to get a different sensation in in terms of being stimulated in the genital area. But remember, sex is not just about the genitals. So that's where the human factor comes into. You can't replicate and and, um, make up for that skin on skin and human touch and that human bonding and then human caressing and feeling. You know, I think a lot of people seem to think sex is just limited to the genitals, but you've got a whole wonderful body to be explored by each other, you know, with a lot of sexual nerve endings over your body. And it's sad that people don't explore each other more and enjoy each other more. Let me go to the lines now. Good evening. How are you, Atima? Hey, Patricia. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm fine. I would like to know if uh, sex videos is part of uh, the okay. Do sex toys include sex videos? Do sex toys include sex videos? Yes. Is it is it the entire package or? Videos are just exclusive from sex toys. Ah, okay, I get it. Uh, let's allow Bev to respond. Bev, sex yeah. videos, so pornography, is it the same as sex toys? It's, it's a visual stimulation. A, a lot of couples like, um, and, and men especially, like the voyeurism to watch and, and that. It, it's been around for many, many years, and... I think the most important thing is certainly if you've got children in the house, you make sure they're not left lying around for children to get access to them. And it is nice if you can watch them together as a couple and that. But sometimes people just like to watch them privately and that. As long as it doesn't become an obsession, you know, then there's nothing wrong with it. You're, a, you're an adult. You're, you're entitled to make decisions. Talking about obsessions, can one become addicted to their sex toys, whether it's a vibrator or an anal plug or whatever it may be? I've never come across it in all the years I've been doing the parties, but I'm not saying that it couldn't happen. I mean, possibly there's somebody out there who would like to phone in and anonymously and say, yes, they, they are addicted to it. But I've never had an issue in terms of all the time doing it with people and doing my research and that. Um, there, is, there are some um, people who will sit and, um, on the um, Internet and, and they're obsessed with the porn and that. Yes, there is an obsession there along watching the porn. But in, in terms of the sex toys, I've never heard of anybody um, in the time I've been doing it. Let me go to a voice note here from an A-teamer. I want to remain anonymous. I just want to ask some question. Do these sex toys lubricate are they lubricated how do they stimulate when they are not lubricated 
And my second question is, are they, do they not hate when a woman uses those sex toys or when the couple uses that those sex toys? Do they not hate because the vagina is very soft and sensitive, even the penis? Thank you. Bev, uh, yes. are they self-lubricating these toys and don't they hurt the vagina and penis? Okay, all right. No, they're not self-lubricated. You, some women don't need a lubricant because they get stimulated and lubricate naturally enough. But otherwise, you would get a lubricant and use it. And it's very important that the people use the correct lubricants. I've had ladies telling me, oh, we use Vaseline, we use Johnson's baby oil, or we use our face cream or whatever. Remember, the, the pH of a vagina is different to the rest of your body, and it is sensitive, as the gentleman said. So you have to use the right type of lubricant, be it a water-based or an oil-based, you know. And Durex and the other companies make very good ones. You can buy them at any um, shop, you know, without having to go into a sex shop, basically, any of the pharmacies or shops. So they're quite easily available in that. Um, I'd just like to mention one thing, though. If a couple are using um, uh, lubricant just with their natural um, lovemaking and the partner's using a condom, please don't ever use an oil-based lubricant. It will perish the condom, and you'll wonder why you're in the maternity ward nine months later. Ah. So only a water-based with a condom, yeah. So, no, you would need to lubricate. And then, secondly, in terms of sensitivity, the only problem I've ever come across is... um, the latex toys, vibrators. A lot of women are allergic to latex. So I don't stock and sell the latex ones. I get the silicone ones and that. Yeah, because the latex can cause some irritation where they feel like they've got almost like a thrush. But generally, it would not um, be a problem for the woman unless they were using something that was a bit too big for them to penetrate. This message uh, is from an uh, anonymous uh, saying, good evening, Patricia. I fully agree with KGM. And that was the caller who was calling earlier uh, talking about natural. It says nothing beats the genuine and, and natural. I can easily see through your facial expressions and read your emotions. Also communicate with my partner. But toys, they can't communicate at all. So that's what uh, this message says. Another one says, I don't use them. I am a Kosa man. My name is Pelele from East London. <laughs> okay, <it's> Pelele. <laughs> I don't know what you being Kosa has to do with using sex toys, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, uh, Katu, um, no, it's Johannes in Katu says, Good evening. My girlfriend has been bleeding after sex. What might be wrong? We've never used uh, toys and not looking forward to using them at all. Okay, she needs to go for a check with her gynae. She might have endometriosis or possibly she needs a lubrication. It's dry and it's painful and that. And maybe he is quite well endowed and that. So a lubrication would be an answer there or check up with the gynae just to make sure there's no underlying endometriosis or things like that, yeah. Okay, another anonymous sends this message. She says, uh, sometimes these items can be a great standby when a relationship has ended or when a physical relationship is not an option. Healthy serotonin release is vital for emotional healing. Hmm. You know, this actual WhatsApp here is actually true to many who are who are found self-isolating for whatever reason or have decided to go, you know, 
solo it could it, it could be a good standby but can the standby end up becoming your permanent life no no you know and that's that's your choice and, and you decide you don't want a partner in your life but remember with couples as well there must be that physical attraction even yeah. to have that nature thing you know you can do a one night stand and things like that but it's not going to be satisfying it's not going to be fulfilling long term when you're talking long term relationships there's got to be that spark and that chemistry and you need to keep it ignited and keep it alive and and it, it is a challenge in today's life and society with all you know the pressures we work the pace we go at having children, things like that. So one needs to just keep it exciting, keep it spicy. Keep it exciting, keep it spicy, but also keep the communication lines open. We are talking about sex toys and their impact on relationships. Please do interact with us uh, by uh, WhatsApping on 0614-104-107. Ladies, I want to hear from you um, because it seems like there's more toys for the ladies than there are for the men uh, out in the market. The number to call in on is 011-714-206. And trust you me, I don't need your name. You can be anonymous. SMSs go to 41391. Now, this anonymous says, I have a question, Patricia. If you talk to your partner, as you said, and try those uh, toys, does it not affect your sex life when you want to stop using them? Again, that all depends on the couple and that. And as I say, that my dealings with most couples is it's not used every time they are intimate. It's used every now and then. You have some fun and excitement and, and just something different, you know. Not that saying their natural um, relationship and lovemaking isn't exciting and fun, but it's just spicing things up and that. And like, you know, some of the ladies will say sometimes they're not always in the mood, but they want to make sure that they keep their man happy and that. And vice versa, the men will sometimes say they're also tired and then the woman's in the mood. You know, we, we, it's not an off and on switch that you're both going to be exactly at the same time, the same mood all the time. So you've got to look at different options of of how to um, stimulate and keep each other satisfied and happy and fulfilled. And then another one here is saying, please advise, um, can I remain anonymous as well? Can you please ask your guest if penis enlargement is safe? The thing is, my partner's vagina is big and I love her and I want to be with her. Okay, yeah. Look, uh, I'm I'm not uh, uh, a professional in terms of advising about penis enlargement. The best thing would be that person to go and discuss with a urologist. And that you can get different, um, like penis sleeves that fit over the penis and make the penis bigger from that um, point of view. There are creams as well, which they say do work, but I think it's just more um, getting um, extra blood flow into the penis and stimulating it that way to enlarge the, the penis gland. Um, but he, uh, professionally, they would need to go and see someone who does specialize in that area. Yeah. Okay. And I think also maybe the, the partner needs to perhaps, you know, find out because there's, there's other procedures like a, a, a vulva reconstruction or sometimes exactly. just using Kegel muscle exercises to exactly. tighten and, the vagina. And they're there again with the sex toys. We have the balls, the, the vaginal balls, which actually are brilliant for those exercises and, and firming and turning the vaginal muscles and tightening up. 
Rasta. Not, yeah, well, not, I've got another call here. I've got another yeah. person here. Rasta in Kempton Park say, Wagwan, Empress Patricia. The problem with mankind on this side of the earth is the inability to resist influence, the misconception of the process of evolution for adoption. We therefore think evolving is moving away from our natural way of doing things and adapting that culture uh, given to us. Sex toys is not for us. Take out Western education. We won't have people like your guest. And that's where they got us. That's uh, the, the, that's what um, Russ in Kempton Park, Rasta in Kempton Park says. So uh, sex toys are obviously not an African cultural thing, uh, Bev. Yeah, yeah I've, I've certainly found that in the parties when I, I do the different cultures and that and and. A lot of the ladies um, would say to me, yeah, it's difficult in their particular culture or their particular man um, that to introduce it or they've said, you know, they don't want to know anything about it and that. And the ladies are keen. And again, I just encourage them to go and sit and have a conversation with their partner, you know, and, and tell them what the party was about. Um, explain to them that it's not a substitute, but they're to enhance and spice up. But at the end of the day, if your partner's not interested, you have to respect that with your partner as well. Definitely respect each other and be open yeah. with communication. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But well noted from, from uh, Rasta in Kempton Park that it's, it's not an African uh, thing. It's, it's something that is new to Africans. And hence we are talking about it uh, so that we can hear everyone's opinions and everyone's take. I want to take a break and then when we come back, I'll come to Chief Nathan who's on the line. SMS SAFM now on 41391. Tweet at SFM Radio and at Patricia N. Dooley. Yeah, uh, my goodness. Uh, late night conversations, closet conversations. No one under the age of 18 should be tuned in. And uh, during the break, I've been just laughing as I'm reading some of the messages. Uh, I will read them out on air, but I think Bev will also have a bit of a, a, a giggle when she hears what the, the A-teamers are saying about these sex toys. We're talking to Beverly Key, who is a nurse, and she's also uh, one who runs the undercover parties. And she's been doing it for 16 years. On the line, I've got Nathan. Chief Nathan, how are you doing? Fine, Madam. How are you? Hi, Chief Nathan. I've been laughing, so I'm good. <laughs> I see. Okay, Madam Patricia, I wanted to, there is somebody who sent a message who said that he, the wife is big and is small. I wanted to advise that person. There is, there is nothing like that. It's the way you use your stuff, the way God created you. Because even if you are small and the wife is big, there is the way you can manage to use your thing and the wife can get satisfied. There is no person who can make it big or small, whatever. What God gave you is that what God gave you. So for the benefit, since it seems, Nathan, Chief Nathan, you've got some understanding on this. For the benefit of our A-teamer, what should he be doing? Like, what are those styles or techniques? Okay, okay. There are some people who are way, who, who knows each and everything, but I don't have his number. You should have advised him in a different way. There is the way you can use your staff, even if somebody is big, even if somebody is small. There is the way you can handle it 
and everything is supposed to be perfect and get satisfied. Both of you get satisfied. What is this way? Maybe describe it for us, Nathan, <laughs> no, because this, I, I, the, the poor Atima is listening and no, he no, wants no, to no. be, you know, upping his A-game. You see, uh, okay, let me tell you this. Eh? When we are growing up, when you are about to marry, in my culture, the way people go in the mountain, whatever, there is the way they teach you how you can handle a woman. Maybe she's bigger than you, maybe she's smaller than you, whatever. There is the way you are supposed to do it so that everybody can get satisfied without to maybe complaining that this one's small, this one's big. But I can't explain everything over the radio. It's difficult. All right, all right, Chief Nathan. Thank okay, you very much. Okay, there's another point, yeah. madam, which I wanted to conclude with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, if if both of you in the family, you are using sex toys, husband and a wife, it's fine. But if one of you is using it and another one is not using it, so that one is a big problem. Because a person, if he realizes that my co is using it, which means you start getting doubt, maybe I'm not satisfying her. Something like that. It has a question mark somehow, somewhere. All right. Thank you, Chief Nathan. Okay, Madam. Bye. Um, some of the messages that were making me giggle, Bev, this is okay. one from Donald in Rustenburg. He says, um, good evening, Patricia and all A-teamers. It's like many women with partners who are not equipped prefer sex toys. But for those who have guys with bazookas, <laughs> they don't believe in toys. Is this true? <laughs> And I don't know what a bazooka is, but I'm presuming <laughs> it's, it's a talk- big penis. Yes, yes. You know what? Um, when I've done the, and this is just feedback I'm getting from the ladies, please, I'm not speaking for everybody, okay? But they said, you know, the men who are very well endowed, it's painful the sex for them. So, you know, these men who think, oh, they're, they're not blessed like they're their counterparts somewhere along the line, they mustn't feel that they are being shortchanged at all. Okay. It's about how you use it. Um, with your partner using different positions, different techniques, um, not always just about penetration, but also about the foreplay, which is very important. A woman loves to be caressed and held and touched and, and her body pleasured as well, not just all about the penetration as well. So it's, it's a whole big um, basket of things. It's not just the one thing on its own. But certainly, no, the ladies that have spoken to me, not all of them have said that they found a, a man with a large penis far more pleasurable than a man with a smaller penis. So bazooka versus no bazooka. You heard Chief Nathan was also saying that it's about technique. Exactly, exactly, mm. yes. It's not the size of the ocean that counts, it's the motion of the ocean. ocean Here's another exactly. one that made me giggle. So they say, hey, yep. Patricia, it's Christopher here. You know, sex toys are good, but I compare them to self-catering, which is not good as catered for by a woman or a man. You need to exchange blood in order to activate 5G in the body. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> all right, Christopher, you need to activate 5G in the body. <laughs> okay. Another one says, I've, I've, I've seen a porn where women insert huge toys into their private parts. Very disgusting. Why would they do that? You know, they're paid performers. They're paid performers. And, and some men get turned on and some women get turned on by watching those things. It's, it's not for me to judge anybody, uh, you know, it, it's everybody for their own personal taste. Let me go to a quick voice note here. Okay, I want to remain anonymous. I want to take a few things here. 
uh, how could I make myself take much longer when I'm doing sexual intercourse? Uh, like not releasing quickly to take that time, yes, maybe five, ten minutes. Uh, the second question would be like, uh, I feel like always my penis is going much weaker and weaker. It's not that like going strong. When it's time like to enjoy, I, I, I feel like it's not strong enough. How can I make it go strong, strong as it was before? Please help me in terms of that. I don't know, Bev, if you have expertise around a weakening penis and uh, lasting longer. You know, is he, he's complaining that he takes longer to ejaculate, basically. No, 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 he ejaculates yeah. quickly. So he's, oh, the premature yeah, ejaculation, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and also that he says he doesn't have the power. Did I hear that correctly? Mm. Yeah. yeah. It depends if he's got any underlying medical conditions or on any medications, because that can also have a, an effect on a person's performance and their libido and drive. And what type of job they do are they under immense stress and pressure so it's not just all just about um his performing it's this underlying um components that could be contributing towards the fact that he's not performing but there is a ring that a man can use that they would put on once they erect and before penetration they slide it down to the base of the erect penis and it maintains erection so basically they will ejaculate but they won't lose the erection and they can go on and perform for longer now before we close our discussion hygiene of these toys how do we make sure that we are safe Soap and water. That's all you use, soap and water. Um, you don't need uh, molten or jick or to boil and sterilize. You certainly don't do that to your man's penis before he penetrates you. So why would you do it with a toy? So just good old soap and water after use each time. Batteries removed when they're not in use and dried, packed away and put safely away. And then washed again just before you use them again, you know, when you take them out again mm-hmm. before penetration. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not a whole uh, big thing, but we need to be careful because other people are allergic to some materials, like you mentioned. Others might yes, be allergic yes. to latex. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And you wouldn't use a perfumed soap. You just use a plain based soap and that, you know, and make sure it's rinsed off properly in that. Another question before I let you go. Uh, someone is asking how... Uh, how do you use the anus plug? How does it work? Is it on women or men? Again, that depends on the couple, what they're wanting to do. Um, certainly the gay men would use it anally and that. Um, some women, um, their men are sort of very interested in anal penetration and anal sex and the women are very scared or said they've tried and it's painful. So they're happy for a man to use a toy to stimulate them that way and that's why um, a man might use it on a woman. Obviously, different other reasons why they would use it for their own pleasure and excitement and that. And you would just put lubricant and insert it slowly up. Okay, so you can use both on men and women. Bev, I'm looking forward to us discussing once again next week because it seems there's many things you and I can touch on. Um. (laughs) (laughs) And we need to get the woman listeners more involved in sending in, even if it's anonymous, you know, we need them involved. Listen, I hope our lady, I know they're listening, but I hope they interact with us. Some of them are just too shy, Bev, and we have to understand that. But uh, we'll, we'll slowly but surely get them speaking. Bev, if I want or any of our A-teamers want one of those uh, undercover parties, how do we get in touch with you? Um, They can email me at Bev underscore key spelled K-double-E at hotmail.com. 
Thank you very much, Bev. Looking forward to chatting with you next week. Lovely. Thank you. Have a good evening. It's exactly midnight, meaning it is now a new day for you and I. It is Thursday, the 21st of January. Sure, time is ticking fast, yeah? We've done 21 days of uh, 2021. Well done to us. Let's continue forging forward. We'll be back again at 10 o'clock. But uh, between now and then, let's interact on social media platforms at SFM Radio at Patricia N. Dooley. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.